What's up? We are back. It is Sunday, April 19th, 2020. Uh, man, I'm fucking pumped for this episode. Uh, episode 25 of the podcast. I'm the host of this show, D-Love. With me, as always, my co-host, Nate. What's up, guys? Sorry. Hello. Very nice. How's everybody doing? Uh, hope you're holding up all right. Week five of quarantine, officially. Uh, all sorts of things to talk about, though. Uh, Nate, as we normally open the show, I don't know if it's going to work, because I think you just woke up from a nap. Did you just recently have dinner or no? I, I didn't have dinner, no. What, okay. How, switch it up. What'd you have for breakfast? I'm trying to think. What did I have for breakfast? Nate's uh, weekly meals for people to uh, trying to be healthy. Um, if you don't have a good example, then that's fine. We dude, can I, ju- I can't believe I forgot what I had for breakfast. That's the issue. Oh, my. Um, jeez, what is going on you with my life? You had cheese life? for breakfast? No. Oh, I had, I had flapjacks. I had, uh... Oh, that's right, I had Kodiak. Kodiak, uh, protein pancakes. There we go. Cy was making, uh, cinnamon pancakes last night. I think Ivan had pancakes, too. Everyone's been having pancakes around here. Those are delicious, by the way. I had some. It reminds me of when I was a kid. I always get those, uh, those cinnamon, uh, those, you know, those four square Eggo ones. It looks like four little waffles put together, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, those are the best. Oh, dude, those are the best for me because I would just throw those in the toaster. No butter, no nothing. I, I mean, I could put other things on them, of course, but I could just eat them without anything on them so they're good to, on the go. Pop them in, grab them, and just eat them with nothing. They're delicious. But yeah, there you go. There's your there's your food tip for the week. Always want to give you give you something every week. Uh, but just like as always, guys, the beginning of the show. Any housekeeping notes? As far as that goes, we're driving this home, and every week I do it, and I know it's annoying, but it really helps us out, guys. And I know we got more than 13 listeners out there. I see the numbers, uh, which are growing every week. So thank you for that. But if we can have you guys go on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, please give us a good uh, rating. Hopefully a five star rating and a review. Some any kind of questions, any kind of challenges, any anything, any topics. You drive the content when you do that. So thank you guys for doing that. And of course, every single week we'll be reading those on the show. Uh, so it's a great way to get a shout out as well. Uh, but before we get into the fight stuff, I wanted to go over a few things, kind of like last week. One of the things I wanted to do is uh, follow up on some of those recommendations we were talking about, and then also follow up like I told you already. But we'll talk about the, what Burt Kreischer did for Tom Segura's birthday in a second. Uh, but I wanted to start since, you know, with COVID-19 obviously uh, seeping into everyone's life in some way, shape or form or the other. Um, just a little bit about it this week on the show, but not getting too deep into politics, but this is related to that. Um, in Huntington Beach, as you've I'm sure seen on social media, as well as Minnesota and a couple other places around the world, there's been uh, decent to large scale protests with people holding signs and, you know, just basically trying to uh, put pressure on the authorities so and without kind of going back and forth and getting into a sensitive topic about like debating or litigating that particular subject I'm just going to focus on behaviors and kind of I want to make light of it a little bit because um, as we've talked about on the show it's a balance everyone's got an individual circumstance in terms of what they can do to kind of be safe and and use common sense and help uh, limit the spread of the disease but one thing in particular the the fucking people out in Huntington Beach and in most places were, were chanting USA it's like what about USA of course like freedom and your your freedoms you know, to not have to like shelter in place i get that but it just didn't make a lot of sense they kind of made fools of themselves in my opinion and in particular there was this one guy that had a sign that said covid-19 is a lie and he had an entire like biohazard suit on and a full medical suit garb goggles mask everything so it's like i don't know if if, the, <laughs> if it was a joke yeah, that sounds like he was totally trying if to he's make, trolling people what to, if he's so that, trolling people at that event and they had no idea that would be hilarious because yeah he's around all these people who don't care <laughs> Dude, so he wants to be really savage. safe 
a straight savage. But for, I mean, he probably did it if he's clever. To now we're talking about it, right? But the irony there is, is if you believe it's a lie, then why the hell are you in all this protective gear? Yeah. And uh, so it was just, That's it was funny. just interesting. And there's a lot of people out there that I don't. Oh, I put out a tweet, and I don't know if you can quite. Uh, make the connection like I do in my brain, but it's kind of like the exact opposite of all those celebrities who are living in mansions with pools and servants and have no worries in the world that are going online and singing the song Imagine Together and trying to encourage people, just stay at home and flatten the curve. It's like, you guys have butlers. You guys have no problems staying in your mansion, going for walks just on your grounds. I mean, I'm trying to kind of overblow it just to to make it make sense, but, but yeah, so it's like, there's both sides. There's the people that need to get out, need to get to work, don't necessarily qualify for benefits or, or what have you are stressed out and need to get to work and in their lives the priority is more work than health and safety but it's it's a balance in general so i don't like i said don't really want to get into what you guys should do i'm not going to tell you guys how to live your lives but you have to use common sense it's a balance depending on your given situation you're going to sit on one side of the fence more than the other but i found it hilarious the way that these people were behaving and it was it was fucking ridiculous yeah, san, san clemente is actually doing like a freedom march there's a, and san clemente is also doing like a protests like open up our beaches and and we want to surf and uh, you know like open it back up and same thing american flags and uh all that stuff um oh, that's gonna make me bring up a couple other points but keep going um i i'm not gonna give my opinion on it i'm just gonna tell people there's two ways that i look at it um and two there's two ways people are gonna look at you this is what i think if we want to discuss on maybe like uh what people think about the topic and what i might think um, some people are going to think there's, there's kind of like two spectrums. One's like, uh, freedom of speech, freedom, of blah, 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 all the amendments and, uh, freedom. I have the freedom to do whatever I please. Like, don't hold me down. Don't tread on me, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, if I want, if I want to risk my body, I'll risk my body. It's my body. It's the United States. Like it's land of the free. Like, uh, I, you guys take away my freedoms. And then there's the other spectrum where, um, uh, people are obviously like, I'm going to stay home because I care about everyone else, not just my own body. And uh, I'm not only going to protect myself because I'm scared that this is real, but I want to protect others around me and the people in my family and my friends and my grandmas. Um, and there's two spectrums here. And, and listen, I totally agree with, you know, you know, the freedom of being able to do what you want, especially when it has to do with the government trying to control you. That's a scary thing, and I get that. Uh, and then I also agree with the people who, who want to stay home and take care of themselves. I think there's a good meet in the middle. Um, I think there's good... We're not, like, completely controlled. We can leave our houses. We can go on drives, and we can uh, do certain things. Um, but I feel like, you know, I, I have two op- opposite spectrums of friends. Some friends uh, obviously believe in staying home, and some want to get out, and I get that. And... Um, I, I see the friends that want. I'm just giving you guys perspective. This is not my opinion, okay? I'm not gonna throw my opinions tonight. Um, but you have uh, my my friends on the right side who who think those people are selfish dum dums, and then I have the people on the left side who want the beaches open and want to do their thing, who think that they're uh, that those people over there uh, are are babies and uh, want don't believe in freedom and blah blah blah. So there's obviously two spectrums, um, you know. And so people right now, I'm hearing a lot of people. That are uh, that are at the Huntington Beach uh, little festival and protest, and then the San Clemente Freedom March. Um, a lot of those people just want the beaches opened up. They want to live their lives. They, you know, they it's their body, and if they want to risk it, whatever. And then um, the majority of people that are on the right side that I'm talking about are actually a lot of nurses that I, that are my friends. Like I have a couple friends that are nurses that are posting like, hey, that have seen it firsthand. Um, and I would believe these people to see you know COVID firsthand. Um, 
so these are actually nurses that are that are close to me that I know nurses and practitioners and then some people that aren't nurses that are like bro this thing's real like stop being selfish stay at home because it's not it's not we're not worried about you we're worried about you infecting others because you make blah 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 but so anyways I just find it interesting uh, it's just totally two spectrums that I noticed in the last week with this whole thing going on in Huntington Beach of friends on the right side and left side friends on the right side think the people that want the beaches open up and we want to rush into this and open everything back up. They're quite selfish and they're kind of dumb and they only care about themselves, which I, I wouldn't agree that. I know, I think those people are great. Um, and then the people on the right side who th- believe in, you know, protecting others and staying home and not being selfish. So if you guys have any opinions about this topic, you don't have to share it, but on Facebook uh, or Instagram, please ask questions for the next podcast. If you, if you agree with it, if you disagree with it, um, me personally, this is my small opinion. I would want to take care of others. So I'll meet in the middle. I'll go out a little bit, but I'll go out to get the things I essentially need and maybe my walks. But I don't think we should open up all these establishments right away. We're still like this. We were like the first to get hit. And uh, we were also one of the most populated to get infected. So I think uh, it's still safe to kind of maintain distance and be careful. Because I, I, my wife, obviously, I have to care about her. And so does my roommate, Dustin, uh, the host over here. So in my position... We have to really uh, be careful. Um, other people may not, but, uh, you know, it just comes down to what you believe in, I guess. Well, the devil's in the details with any situation. With this one in particular, it's even more so. And those two spectrums of camps that you're talking about, it's like everyone fits Everyone fits in between those two extremes. Most people, most rational people are somewhere in the middle um, <clears throat> and not too judgy of others. And that's why I kind of have a Lazzy's fair and just say, look, everyone's got individual circumstances, exercise common sense, do the things that you need to do as an individual and, mm-hmm. and try to try to help, uh, you know, keep from spreading it to others. But at the same time, um, like I said, devil's in the details, the nuances to the situation, this one uh, as well, especially with these people that are protesting, uh, definitely matter. So, like, is it more economic pressure where they're trying to open businesses or is it this or is it that, right? So yeah. I have a friend, and and to your point about surfers and things like that, there are some little tiny nuances that don't make sense that I feel like even if we are going to continue to exercise social distancing and not necessarily uh, re- release or, I'm sorry, um, relax the, the restrictions at this point, there's still some things that are needed to get addressed. For instance, uh, fishermen, surfers, things like this. Okay, so if you're encouraging us and the, the, the rules state that we should go out and about and get some fresh air and be healthy and things like that, you could just exercise social distancing, like going for walks, things like that. Okay, well, when you have a group or family of uh, three or four people that are out and about going for a walk, when that's totally fine, and, and I condone that, I, I, I recommend that. Um, how is that better than a, a single individual by themselves with a tackle box on the beach or on the pier or somewhere trying to provide food for their family because they don't necessarily have access to, to relief funds or money. So they're trying to fish or they're trying to go to a freshwater lake or somewhere that's not necessarily even at the beach and they're trying to fish or camp, um, you know, do something like that. So uh, that or <clears throat> even surfers. I mean, if you're just out in the water and you're by yourself, you're going to be six or ten feet away from someone yeah. else. Like, you know, so I get it because they're trying to set a, a generalized rule that, that – um, discourages people from going out and gathering so that's why these things are on the list as well because if everyone could go out and do these things then potentially people could get together in large groups but uh, when you're looking to the nuances of the rules if you're going to have social distancing continue for a number you know more of weeks and potentially months which like Nate said like everyone's going to fall somewhere in between those two extremes in terms of do I I think we should open it right now or definitely not for you know another couple weeks or months 
but during these times, if we're going to have to uh, live in this way, we need to uh, really look at it and exercise common sense in these certain small, specific situations because frustration, financial pressure, people being out of work, boredom, all these things um, add up over time, and we never want something to f- unfold like uh, you know that scene that I made a few weeks ago at the, uh, during the intro because uh, just to br- bring this back full circle on this one topic before we move on, um, you're looking at these protests in uh, Michigan, Minnesota, and Huntington Beach, and then it reminds me of, what was it, like three weeks ago, four weeks ago, when um, I, after the episode I posted something on my story of uh, uh, a neighborhood in Oakland where a bunch of police had to get together and walk arms interlocked to kind of clear the neighborhood and make sure people uh, stayed home and things like that. So the way that they were exercising their uh, frustration with uh, social distancing just uh, visually looked a hell of a lot different than uh, these videos you're seeing coming out of uh, you know upper middle class. Class uh, Orange County and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? It's funny. It's straight trailer. Honestly, it's it's straight trailer park. Well, I'll just say those <laughs> other videos. I'm were from a trailer park. I can say that, guys. Yeah. So don't shut your mouth. Those other videos definitely look like it was uh, very very close to a potential riot scene. So it's just one of those things. The longer that we're in these under these circumstances, the more uh, likelihood for frustrations to build and boil. So you yeah. got to be compassionate. You got to worry about other people. To keep yourself healthy and your immune system strong. But come on, guys. Like. In California, this is the last thing I'll say on this. In California, even though we have over, what is it, 40 million people in this state, um, there's been a lot of uh, reports coming out that there's some potential herd immunity for California and even Nevada potentially because of the fact that we have so many people but not nearly as many cases as other places like New York. Some people argue that that has to do with population density and we're not so close to one another on top of each other. But there's a lot of things that affect it. Also, you're never going to know how much, say, Governor Newsom, like, and I don't really necessarily support all of him, his policies and things like that, but Trump, Newsom, any of our leaders, when they decided to uh, instigate these lockdown restrictions, say they did it right and say they did it two weeks prior to some other place. You're never really going to see in the stats and numbers that they did a good job because you're going to see, like, non-cases. You're going to see a lower number of potential overall bad numbers. So then you're like, you're like, oh, it wasn't even needed because look how low these numbers are. It's like, well, maybe there, these numbers maybe are low. Low because they they, they started, did the right things. Yeah, and we two started weeks, yeah, on started two weeks early. Uh, yeah, it was on um, St. Patrick's Day, March seventeenth, is when yeah. I where the gym had to close down and I got sent home and I've been on unemployment ever since. Um, but yeah, so uh, point is, guys, you're gonna fall somewhere in between, and it is something that we want to engage you guys on and 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 get feedback from you and see where everyone kind of falls on this, so we can discuss it and have a healthy discussion and kind of see you know what the you know, happy medium and kind of compromise from both sides. Maybe we can open a dialogue with those two camps, but um, just in a way to kind of see the other person's perspective. But in general, everyone needs to exercise common sense, look out for one another, and just try to maintain your own health and fitness, immune system, keep it strong. And, you know, you know, try to, I don't know, just, I don't know what to say. Don't let your frustration boil over. Yeah, uh, this is the simplest way I can state my beliefs. I'm like, I'm not going to state my opinions, but I want to say something because does, this does mean a lot to me. And I wish people thought more like this. And sometimes when they hear it, they're like, oh, yeah, man, I am kind of a turd. Um, if if opening up a business and money is more important than you being alive or someone else being alive, you need to recheck yourself. That's my opinion. And I don't care what you think. Um, you can tell me your opinion. I'll be like, oh, thank you for your opinion. But that I'm telling you that's my opinion. Life is more important than money, first of all. Um, and also if you, if surfing or, uh, a hobby is more important to you than risking your life and, or your life or someone else's life, like a hobby, that's absolutely ridiculous. 
I don't no. think that's what they're arguing. I think that you're, I, think I think they're arguing for like just common sense, facts, logic, and if it's okay for people to go out in groups to go for walks by themselves, isolating from other groups, then just looking at the science of why social distancing is being asked to be executed is to limit certain things. And in these activities, these specific examples, not all people being able to go out and do all types of activities and gather, but I choose chose those particular examples because there are some single people activities that you could do, such as fishing and things like that, um, that would fall under the same guidelines as the other things that are allowable under the social distancing criteria. So I feel like some people are, like there's even a, 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 what do you call it, like a town hall meeting online trying to get some specific rules passed during this time to allow people to go out and fish as long as they're not in groups of things. And th- yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't think they're arguing like, I think my right to go out and surf is more important than people's lives. I think they're saying, well, if we're going, and I'm for, this person is an example, I'm for these restrictions to help flatten the curve and protect others, but it, let's look at it logically and find some things that don't, you know, um, don't uh, spread the disease that, sh- that for, under a blanket rule set, it's looking like we're saying we can't do that, but let's look into it further and say, okay, if we're going to have to live this way for a certain period of time, let's, you know, f- relax some restrictions on some things that make common sense. Okay. That's I'm just saying in your example I'm just those people those arguments the I know someone in particular that's on those online meetings and trying to get fishing allowed because you know they're off the grid they don't make a lot of money they live in NorCal and that's how they um that's how they get a lot of their food to be honest yeah that no I understand that but my whole point is for a huge portion of what I'm seeing on media yeah a lot of the mindset is just the main one I want to do what I want to do yes the main one I'm seeing so for anyone who is in that mindset I'm telling them. That I think that's ridiculous, and if, and uh, the one thing I, I I've noticed is a lot of business owners are worried about their business, and and a lot of people worried about their jobs, and uh, they they want to work, they want to work, they want to work, but don't you want to live as well? And you don't you trust in yourself that if if your if your job fails or whatever fails that you can't get back up on your horse and and start over? At least you're alive. Yeah, you need life to be able to exercise you know? your freedom. And, and that's, that's my that's, and that's my point. So chicken before the egg. Type see, yeah, thing. but a lot of people are greedy. And it's ridiculous, and, and and then their greed gets in the way, and when their greed gets in the way, they start thinking about themselves and not others. And right now, I believe this situation to somewhat meet in the middle and still think about others as well, not only yourself but your family and others. So I'm seeing – what I'm seeing is uh, – what aggravates me is a lot of people that I, I've noticed are, are protesting for stupid things like surfing and opening up the beaches um, – and, and things that are, are like uh, opening up theme parks or whatever, stupid, stupid things. I understand opening up small businesses to help us start running and to get things going. But there's like, to me, your hobby is not more important than my wife's life. And we're going to fight about it. And that's just the truth. But um, uh, when it comes to like the people you're talking about, yeah, I, there is a way to meet in the middle. I'm just reminding people that. Hey, m- maybe if you're in a position to where you're thinking money over your life or other people's lives, maybe just take a step back and realize, like, you know what? You're right. My life is important, and so is my friend's life, and I, I don't want them to die. Like, uh, if I lose my job, whatever, I'll-, I'll get a new one, and I'll make it. I'll survive. Like, that's what you're meant to be. You put on this earth to survive, and uh, you can do it. If you don't think you can survive, maybe we need to, like, help you mentally or physically, like, get in the gym and train a little bit. I don't know. Um, but um, I think what's very important is your life, and uh, 
And uh, I know a lot of people need Jesus, man. So if you haven't found Jesus and you die now, it's going to be unfortunate. If you don't believe in Jesus, that's okay. But um, I do. So um, I want to be able to live and, and right my wrongs and uh, do morally what I think is right and what I think the Bible thinks is right. So uh, I'm going to try to care about others and not money and, and a business and a job. And if I lose everything, I lose everything. At least I'm alive. Yeah. And I think it's a kind of a consequence of where we live, to be honest, because we are very, very blessed and we live in a quite affluent area, uh, you know, relative to the rest of the world. And a lot of the things that we see and I see in uh, the geo filtering and things on your social media are going to be from uh, your area a lot of the time or your Absolutely. demographic. Absolutely. So uh, I totally feel like, yeah, there's a lot of uh, spoiled little bitches that are definitely just uh, looking wild. for something to champion wild. and being virtue signalers that are like, yeah, I think this is important when That's they, they exactly genuinely who I'm referring are to. just frustrated yeah. and don't even sincerely understand the scope of the entire situation. So yeah. um, a lot of those people are, are just out there to uh, have something to do. I don't have anything else to fucking do right now. So, But with you guys, I know that we have a lot of people that listen to this show and opinions are going to fall on all sides. So again, just to wrap that part up, make sure to reach out to us uh, in the comments as well as on the uh, reviews. You can submit questions, let us know what you think, and we'll discuss it. So uh, moving on to the next topic, we want I wanted to follow up on some of the recommendations that we had from last week, um, but I also, before we do that, I wanted to recommend one other thing. It's it's a cute little show. I'm normally not into a lot of like mystical or magical stuff. Like, and for me, I like um, nonfiction stuff. When in terms of what I watch on TV and, and things like that, um, movies stuff like that, I like um, you know live sports things like that because it's it's live, it's it's raw, it's real. Um, but I decided to indulge the show. It's called Lock and Key. It's new. It's on uh, Netflix. Um, brief synopsis: The families uh, that's involved, the main family's last name is Lock, and there's an old house that's kind of in the air of their family that some shit happened. Some tra- tragedy happens at the beginning of the show. The family moves into this house, and over the course of the the series, they're finding keys that you know have magical ways of using them throughout the the house and things like that. So I don't want to give too much away, um, but it was fun. It was cool. I recommended it to Nate and Iris, and I recommended it to Ivan and Berlin. I know I overheard them uh, watching it today. So uh, if you guys want to check out a new show, that's one I highly recommend. Right now, you know a lot of people, myself included, are probably trying some. Some things on uh, in terms of entertainment that they maybe wouldn't because they're running out of things that they they got they got to watch with uh, all this time off. But yeah, I gave it a try. I like it. I'm I'm on episode eight of nine or seven of nine actually. So, um, but after that, or since we talked about that, Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura last week talked about some recommendations, and I was saying to check out both their new comedy specials that came out. Burt Kreischer's is big. Hey, big boy. Tom Segura's was a ball hog. Both very, very fucking funny. But this week it was Tom Segura's birthday. And I uh, I told Nate about this already, but Burt Kreischer to uh, wish him a happy birthday. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, but there's people, <laughs> the world, the internet wins every time. There's people across the world that will, that have services that are, that you can find them on Craigslist. You can find them all throughout the uh, places to pay them to get online and make a message and send it to someone wishing them happy birthday, right? You, you've heard of uh, websites or things like this called Cameo, like where sports and, and celebrities are doing it for you, right? Uh, so Burt Kreischer got, must, must have got like two dozen, 20 or so plus different people to make videos and send them to Tom Segura for his birthday. And they range from gay men, homosexual men to Ron Jeremy uh, playing happy birthday on a harmonica to, you know, women with glass dildos, like just the trashiest videos I've ever seen. Embarrassing as fuck, but hilarious. And they're all wishing Tom Segura a happy birthday. Yeah, you showed me them. Uh, 
<laughs> just it's 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 funny. I saw one, and if this there's two thousand of these videos, guys. You can, <laughs> so if you can go look at it, if you're entertained by that stuff, go look at it, watch it, and it uh, was just ridiculous. It's just it's embarrassing, it, but hilarious. It's funny to see uh, people, especially. Uh, no, it's funny. There's a lot of these people who are just normal followers, and now a lot of them are going to go viral. So hey, hey. That uh, is happy true. Happy birthday, Tom Segura. Yeah, oh, my God. It was gross. Um, but, yeah, so he, Tom Segura put out a tweet saying, like, thanks, Bert, for all these people sending me these happy birthday messages because I guess they all sent them to Tom, like, directly. Um, and s- as soon as Tom put out that single tweet with one video, just kind of like, here's an example of some of the videos I've been getting, uh, Bert Kreischer immediately replied to that tweet and just video after video after video after video after video and put them all up. And it was, like I said, it was disgusting but hilarious. So I wanted to make sure not to forget to point that out. So check that out if you guys have Twitter. Um, and then real quick, any follow-ups from uh, any of the recommendations from last week? Or did you finish that Gabriel series? Or did you already finish it that week or last week? No, yeah, it was just it was like a seven-part documentary. Okay. I finished it that day. Yeah. So um, anything else since last week? Uh, there's a show siren out about mermaids. Um, I give it like a 6 out of 10. Uh, and the reason why I give it like a 6 out of 10 is because like uh, it's like a, a – like a, a dark series, so it's like well, it's like it's not it's it's like a it's not like a documentary or like a it's a TV show, and it's about just uh, these mermaids that get found and then they come to shore and then the humans start helping them slash government's trying to kill them blah 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 typical mermaid uh, story of twenty twenty, um, but uh, the reason why it's just that it's not a show that I'd like if I fall asleep during the show I don't care. You know, there's some shows like if I'm falling asleep, I have to turn it off because I can't miss anything. That show's like an eight to nine out of ten or ten, right? So this show's like it's not enough for me to pause the show if I fall asleep, and if I miss a little bit, I just go to the next episode. So ah. for so you know what I'm saying. So yeah. for me, it's like a, it's good, and it's entertaining, but it, it wouldn't be. It's not like the craziest show. I still like Baskets, but I don't watch it too much now. Uh, now we pretty much just watch like the voice here and there and just things that are entertaining because I like music and musicians. But uh, yeah, Songland's pretty cool too. What's that? Songland. What is it? It's uh, it's a show where artists have um, want ideas for songs, so they invite like four to five writers, and the writers come and play and sing their song that they wrote, and then the ar- at the end of the show, the artist picks which. Uh, writer they like the best to work with and then they create a song together that's dope so, so these it's people, pretty much like linking up artists so yeah and these people want to be like writers for the most part like yeah people don't it, know that there's a lot of people behind the scenes that write for all kinds dude, of famous and artists all these people are all these people that are singing the songs they wrote are like amazing singers they're yeah. like they're better than the artists and i'm like why aren't you singing and they're like oh, i like writing but i'm like you sing these songs and perform live better than 90 percent of the artists that are on this show yeah so it's crazy the rat race is crazy though like rich and famous i'd rather just be rich than rich and famous you know that, what I yeah mean? so i don't have to get bothered they'll just stay behind the scenes right money I mean, some people like attention so well it's, I, I don't know i can't great think of a great example but there's some fucking super popular songs that every one of us know that that no we don't realize that that artist didn't write and so that so- songwriter is just sitting back collecting royalty checks all the all time all the time yeah so um but yeah so i uh, hope you guys had uh, some fun checking out some of the things we recommended last week if you have any suggestions of things we should check out make sure to send us over a recommendation through the review process or any way shape or form checking us out or reaching out rather on social media however you can uh but as as far as that goes we're going to switch over to fight related stuff tony ferguson is the type of guy to make way for a fight that isn't even happening i don't know if you guys caught this um 
I'm not going to shit on his process because he's always looked and seemed uh, out there and, and definitely unique in the way that he needs to prepare physically and mentally for his fights. And 12-0 uh, and 0 run, it seemed to be having success. So I'm not going to shit on it. But any other person on the planet, if they were to have forced themselves to lose 24 pounds and make weight um, unnecessary uh, two weeks prior to having to do that again, uh, I think it's going to definitely hinder them and lower their chances to have success and peak physically for their fight two weeks from now. Um, so we'll talk about that in a second, the potential card for May 9th. But what are your thoughts, dude, on him uh, actually making weight? And I know it's like mental games against Tony. I'm sorry, it's, uh, Khabib and Justin. But what do you think? What do you think about it? Dedication, dude. Yeah. Uh, when I used to have guys that would fight, like when I trained at Fight Strong MMA or when at some, my subfighter days were right when I got working for the UFC with Frankie, um, if I had a guy that was competing, I would cut weight with them just just because I wanted to go mentally what they went through. Um, so, But I was dedicated to my fighters. So I think that's dedication. Not only that, but it's like I think that's a great mindset, finish through and through. I mean, that, that just only makes them stronger, tougher. I mean, now we see why Tony's such a savage. That sure. mindset alone, like the fight got canceled, but I'm still going to finish my weight cut. I'm still going to do 100% of the work that needs to get done. And it just makes – and know it also, it trains yourself and your brain and your heart for it to be that much easier the next time you cut weight when everything goes the right way. So it's just it's just easier. I think it's a, I think that's awesome. Well, successful repetitions is going to build your confidence to think it's going to go better next time. But he's 36 years old. The older you get, it's harder to lose that weight. Um, but, yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And there's definitely a science to, like, peaking physically. And he probably was on pace. He said he, a lot of the reasons he did it was for his team and his camp and everybody that put in the work this, uh, this camp. So, yeah, he wanted to go. finish the job. So I get all that. And I think that there is something to, like, peaking and, and for, like, finishing the process, the complete cycle of a camp I guess um, the only reason that I I worry in this particular case and like I said only because it's Tony Ferguson I guess I can kind of not worry about it but um, is because May 9th is only two weeks away so if they do potentially I think three weeks two weeks um, so if they do f finally pull together a card during this uh, quarantine times and this is the date May 9th then you're gonna he's gonna have to do that again between now and um, May 9th so I think there's positives on it on one side and negatives on the other, but if he parlays this weight cut and then doesn't blow up that much between now and May 9th, then you're right. I think the next cut, to, you know, right before this next one might be a hell of a lot easier if he doesn't blow back up at all. So we'll see. We'll just It just makes it very interesting, and it's just another example of Tony Ferguson doing Tony Ferguson, being unique and, yep. you know, doing his own thing. And I think that's kind of part of it all together is, like, you know, Floyd Mayweather used to run at 2 a.m. or still does, and Tony runs in the middle of the night, too, and he just kind of carves his own path, does his own thing. And I think doing that and being different than the rest of everybody else kind of helps him build mental confidence, knowing that nobody else is doing it, nobody else is doing it this way. So, um, you know, and that just is part of the recipe to his success, I guess, mentally. So we'll see how it uh, plays out, if it plays out. So as I mentioned, uh, UFC... Who knows? That's what I'm going to talk about. Is it UFC 249? Is it UFC 250? Uh, after everything that happened over the last few weeks, the April 18th card fell apart. Uh, even with the last minute, it was going to happen. And then uh, Gavin Newsom, Governor Gavin, Gavin Newsom, uh, puts pressure on uh, Disney and ESPN to tell Dana White to postpone the event. 
um, which was going to happen in California on tribal land. So that falls apart. Uh, Dana White doesn't skip a beat, moves on to potentially trying to get the next best thing going, talks about Fight Island. Uh, we talked about that. We're not sure when and if that's going to come to fruition, but uh, apparently there's been some moving parts in the last couple of weeks uh, with regards to Florida opening up some restrictions that could potentially have, uh, because WWE has held some, uh, or is going to hold some shows there, so potentially opening up some opportunities for the UFC. Uh, Nevada and California, as I mentioned earlier, has shown some results, some good numbers as far as herd immunity and potential uh, loosening up of restrictions earlier uh, than other places. So we're not sure where exactly this is going to take place, but uh, Dana White, as he uh, said the whole time, is uh, definitely saying that on May 9th it's going to be the next card. He's released some information about it and a potential uh, list of fights. Uh, everyone's agreed to him verbally, but no contracts necessarily signed yet. But headlining by Justin Gaethje versus Tony Ferguson again, like they had UFC 249 scheduled for. May 9th was originally the same date for UFC 250. One of the potential fights on this card is going to be Henry Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz uh, because uh, Jose Aldo can't get out of Brazil. So there's a lot of people that are asking, is this UFC 250 since it's on the same date and Cejudo's still fighting? Is it UFC 249? Because that never happened and it was getting postponed. It's going to be 249. It's like a combination of both fight, uh, both cards anyways. So it's like, who knows what... It, and I know this is semantics, but I always look into this It goes by stuff. number. So there, it's going to be 249. There is a precedence for this, though. I believe it's UFC 151, I think. I heard it in one of the shows that I listened to. Um, something happened. It fell out last minute. The main event fell out. Uh, something happened, and they ended up just skipping it and just moving on to the next one. So um, it's only happened once, but there is a precedent for that. So who knows? Um, because one of the other reasons I bring this up, because it's kind of important as uh, guys – with the fact that there's been several weeks without any UFC fights, the contracts that people have at the UFC are required to get three fights a year or they get paid anyways, right? And then the contracts the UFC has with ESPN and Endeavor and all these places that pay them for their pay-per-view distribution, they get $750 million if they fulfill their contracts, which is 42 events left in this in this year, right? And there's only like 35, 34 maybe weeks left in the year. So no matter how long this, or however long this continues to get postponed, Dana White, the UFC, is going to have to stack card after card after card to get a lot of these fights out so A, they can pay all their fighters like they're supposed to and B, if they get their minimum 42 more shows then they guarantee their $750 million of revenue from ESPN so they don't even need huge pay-per-view buys for all these shows they just need to pump out yeah, all the shows so, Yeah, just need to fulfill the contract So we as fans as soon as this gets back up and running, are going to be in store for fights after, after fights. fights yeah. Some I've even heard stuff of potentially having some multiple fight cards a week, like one on the weekend and then one on the next Wednesday and then the one on the next weekend and stuff like that. So we'll see. But May 9th, as of now, is targeted for the next event. Uh, give me just one second. All I'm going to do is list off the fights because it's a stacked-ass card. Like I said, it's a combination of UFC 250 and 249. One little speculation, which because I brought up Florida earlier, is there's a decent amount of Floridians on the card, including... Uh, uh, Josh, uh, what is it? Uh, Charles Rosa, the guy that now um, uh, Slick Rick trains with, uh, Slick Rick, the ruler in Florida. Um, oh, so okay. Charles Rosa, yeah. So there's a lot of Floridians on this potential card, so that's why some people did speculate that maybe they're going to have it in Florida. But there's still no uh, news on that. But let me pull this up real quick. I'm going to go to my Instagram archive because I know I shared it on my story. Okay, boom. There you go. First fight on this list. Charles Rosa versus Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell is the guy from Arkansas, the one that wants those camo shorts from uh, Reebok. Oh, that, oh yeah. yeah. He was twister. A, he's a character, dude. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Uh, he executed the twister in his last fight versus John McDessey. That was a dope fight. Is that the second in UFC history? Yes, sir. About well, that first one was Korean Zombie, yeah? Yep, against uh, Lin Lee. 
against uh, a guy. Leonardo, whatever. Against I, a guy. I said it last time. Go, okay. go find it on YouTube. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I can't think of his name right now. Doesn't matter. Okay, next fight. Awesome fight. Vincente Luque versus Nico Price was potentially on that last list that we talked about that was going to be for 249. So, Vincente Luque versus Nico Price. Fireworks. Hanaldo Jacare Sosa versus our boy Uriah Hall. Yeah, yeah. Carlos Espar- uh, Carla Esparza versus Michelle Waterson. Luque Monster uh, versus Karate Hottie. And then check this one mm. out. Alexi Olenek, the submission, the Ezekiel Master versus uh, Fabricio Verdum. Mm, for Doom? Hell yeah, coming he back. He hasn't been fighting in a minute. And then Greg Hardy versus uh, DeCastro. De Some heavyweight slobber knockers right there. Uh, and then Donald Cerrone versus Anthony Pettis. This would be a rematch. Uh, Pettis won the first fight. There's some old school beef between them. Uh, even though they actually respect each other, I, I know for sure. But uh, they'll definitely uh, build that, build build that build up on that. for sure. Number two. Uh, yeah. They have that history there, yeah. And then They're both Jer- on losses. So I think it's a that's a good matchup. I a really like that fight. Yeah, I think it's a great matchup. You're right. Yeah. Uh, and then Jeremy Stevens uh, versus Calvin Cater. Like the, that was on the other card for 249. Uh, didn't get any worse, got better. Francis uh, Ngannou versus Jarzinho Rosenstrike is on the card. Uh, Amanda Nunes versus Felisa Spencer. We were talking about that in one of our previous et- episodes when Felisa Spencer and yeah. Megan Anderson fought on I the same I thought they were going to give it to Anderson, but we they did, gave it to Spencer. That's right. And then uh, Henry Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz, as I mentioned earlier, would be, be good the to see Dominic event. come back. Oh, man. The, one of the uh, arguably Bantamweight goats. He, he he's, he's probably adapted and changed his game because, you know. He's, so. one of the, he's one of the very few people that doesn't believe in ring rust and has come back after long-ass layoffs and done very well. Uh, I saw him fight uh, Uriah Hall. I'm sorry, Uriah Hall. Uriah Faber in their third fight at the uh, at the forum. And at he's UFC got great underrated wrestling, man. He's got great wrestling. Yeah, injuries so. has left him out, long breaks in between his fights, but I always love his style, and it'd be interesting to, to see him come back and take on the champion after this layoff. And then that'd be the co-main event for the, the flyweight, no, sorry, the bantamweight title. And then headline, as we said, Tony Ferguson versus is Justin Gaethje for the interim uh, lightweight championship. So Tony has a chance to be this only uh, second time, two-time interim lightweight uh, lightweight champion. And, and, but, and be a two-time champion without ever losing that championship, yeah. by the way. Yeah. So that's the card, guys. Uh, we'll see as, as we keep reminding you week by week. It is a fluid situation. Things change every day. And as a reminder, most of those fights are just verbally agreed to because uh, even the fighters are being told, at least by the at the time of this recording, that there's they don't know the exact location yet. They don't know if Fight Island is going to be, you know, the infrastructure is going to be built in time and or uh, location-wise. If it's somewhere else, uh, if then they can hold these events. And uh, remember, we talked about this before, the Nevada is going to relook at things after the 25th of April and see if they're going to vote to continue to extend those limits on uh, combat sports licenses so we'll see we'll see if the numbers being good in Nevada the combat sports uh, commission maybe will release uh, or start licensing people maybe they'll hold it in the apex like they originally talked about wanting to do maybe it'll happen in Florida because the governor over there is released relief sorry um, what's the word I'm looking for um, eased the restrictions over there uh, or it'll which is funny to me because Florida's like the retirement capital of the world. Oh no! Like there's that guy's gotten a shitload of criticism. Government uh, Governor DeSantis, and because the, he waited for longer than everybody else to even like put on the restrictions, they talked about and all the people. He's the quickest in Florida to put it on, and uh, and, and how basically like uh, we we're talking about Dundasso in terms of uh, martial arts or, or the the fight sports that we talk about, but just in other walks of life, we just call that corruption. So a lot of people are saying like because the WWE uh, has a you know a lot of their um, bases out there and they're the ones that put pressure and money 
uh, towards DeSantis to open those restrictions to basically just change the list of essential businesses just enough to allow for people and businesses like WWE to exercise and hold events, um, of course, with no fans. They've but got that McMahon <clears throat> money, you know? Yeah, so who knows? But yeah, so who knows where it'll take place? But that's the list. That's the card. It's a stacked ass card. We're going to be here for you guys, and we're going to be talking about that stuff, of course, each and every week. But we're also going to be going over uh, all kinds of random topics, just whatever we can fill the time with. Is, of course, as I continue to recommend, if you send us suggestions, you'll drive the content of the show. Uh, but make sure to submit questions about fights as well. These potential fights coming on May 9th. Uh, where do you think it's going to happen? What do you think is uh, going to be the result of some of these matchups, if you like these matchups? Um, yeah, I, I honestly think the card's incredible. And um, I'm obviously, we've talked about it multiple times, multiple episodes have mixed feelings on whether or not they should be pursuing events like this during this kind of a global situation. But I am just like anybody else, selfishly starved as a fan and would love to see some fights. So I'm going to talk about it uh, from that vantage point and from that viewpoint. And, you know, we like breaking down X's and O's and we know these fighters well enough to discuss uh, potential outcomes and the way these fights could go. And I'm looking back, I'm looking forward to getting back to kind of looking at, uh, you know, fighting in that way and breaking down some of these fights. So, um, Again, thank you guys so much for uh, listening to each and every episode every week. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back. And I know what everyone's looking forward, what everyone's here for, what everyone's looking to hear about is the $100 giveaway. So all you have to do is listen to the show to win 100 bucks. Stay tuned. We'll be right back and uh, get some deets. Run. Run. All right, you guys, we're going to battle it out. You guys are going to battle it out for this 100 bucks. Uh, actually, though, I did forget something in the last segment, so I apologize. I have to bring this up a little quick. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, if you guys don't know who he is, he's a kind of astrophysicist, scientist. He's just, you know, always pointing out really fun things about science. And on his Instagram page, uh, you want to go check it out. Is he that black guy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dude, he's got a great voice actually, for like a movie. Yeah. The universe is made up Dude, of four billion. He's so animated too. He's like, he feels like he's talking to you about science, like but like you're a kindergartner. But I oh my it. gosh, guys, if you have a chance before he gets into it, go to if you guys have seen Key and Peele. That's my favorite show of all time. If you haven't seen Key and Peele, <laughs> watch every episode, especially if you are a marijuana user. Get on it. The first off the THC and then get on that show. Watch every episode, and it actually trips you out how smart and intelligent these guys are and how creative they are. Amazing. Anyways, they do a skit. A whole skit, a whole episode on this guy. Oh, nice. And it's amazing, and it's about him being with his wife and how his wife is always asking him questions. Like, <laughs> where, where have you been? Well, actually, I've been everywhere. It's just hilarious, <laughs> and they do it so amazing. It's, it's hilarious, guys. If you have a chance, uh, Key and Peele, what's his name? Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, just search that in YouTube and watch it if you guys have seen this guy before nice. in his normal life. Yeah, hilarious. Okay, so he has a recent post on his Instagram where there's this little focus meter, as they call it. So imagine like a you have a, a baseball hat, but around the rim of the inside of the, the cap is a, is a, a band that's going to measure kind of like your brain waves because we, as he puts in the post, have billions of little neurons that will bang against the front of your frontal lobe when you have to focus on something, right? So he has this little cap on, which is attached to a little focus meter, and when the focus meter reaches a, a measurement over 90 out, of 90 out of 99, it turns on the lamp that's sitting next to him. So all he has to do is put on the cap, look at that meter, and then focus, and then it builds up energy, which you know it takes about three, four seconds. Boom, gets over 90, and then turns on the lamp that's right next to him. So I thought that was really cool, and then it made me think about stuff like this. Like, is there a point in the future where... 
You could, you know, like how solar panels you, you can store Everything's energy. Controlled by the mind. Well, well, I get that. Let's not go that far. So I'm talking about just uh, saving money and storing energy for your house, being stockpiled as an independent generators at your house, like you can with um, solar panels. No, they're going to start right? taxing our brains. I know, right? They're going to say, Tax- "Hey, it said use your brain for 40 percent of your energy. Right. And you need to tax that energy <laughs> right. bill by 50 percent." No, there's going to be parts of the Constitution it's amendments. It's my body. That's say it's my brain waves. It's my body. So they're mine. Privacy Act extends to my brain waves. So no, yeah. So me, basically, there'd be a point in time where you. You and I could be uh, every every time you do anything that requires focus. So you and I could be sitting down playing Call of Duty, wearing these baseball caps, and then there's going to be energy trickling down into like our home generator that eventually you know stores so much energy you can get additions to it to where you'll never need energy. You can have your solar panels on your roof because it'll get less and less expensive to have those, and then you can have your everyone in the house anytime you're reading a book, anytime you're playing video games, anytime you're watching TV, anything that requires you focus. to focus. Wear that cap. You could wear that cap, and then you know kind of start storing your own energy. Yeah, if only that worked for our bank accounts. I know. <laughs> but it's really cool. There is some science to it. That's It's definitely real. So go check out Neil deGrasse Tyson's Instagram and check out that uh, post because it's pretty fascinating. So I wanted to bring that up before I forgot. Now, on to what everybody's here for. Uh, everyone probably skipped ahead. That's why I did it at the end so you had to figure out where it was in the show. And you actually hopefully had to listen to some of the episodes, especially you new people. Who, uh, this is the first time you've ever listened to the podcast. But whatever. You qualify for the 100 bucks too. Oh, shit. Nice. You had that ready to go? Or money, what? money, yes. Damn. Soundboard coming in clutch. All right, guys, so here are the rules. The rules are, <clears throat> if you're listening to this, you're already doing something right because you have to listen to this show, episode 25 of D-Love Special Sauce. Uh, to, to let you guys know this entire contest, the whole premise is to try to inspire more listens. We're trying to grow the audience, of course. We're trying to do stuff to give back to you guys. But, of course, we want to try to continue to grow this audience and get more listens. So, um the reason and theme we're even doing this contest, uh, I should probably start it with that, is because we're approaching a 1,000 listens, guys. I'm very, very pleased with this. I'm very happy. Thank you. It wouldn't happen without your guys' support. But uh, we're approaching a 1,000 listens. So in honor of that milestone, uh, we wanted to say thanks and give back to you guys. So 100 bucks is on the table. And the first step is to listen to this episode, what you're doing now. So what you have to do is you have to share this episode on any social media platform, preferably Instagram, because Nate and I both have Instagram. And you have to tag us both using hashtag DLSS100, again, hashtag DLSS100, and hashtag giveaway. So you share this show, it's just screenshot that you're watching it, tag Nate and I using those two hashtags, and now you're entered. Nate, did you have something to say? Yeah, make sure you guys at Dustin Love or at D Love. At D dot Love underscore 84. And for me, at NateFit13. So you have to tag us both and share the episode. Share that you're listening to this show, okay? So that's how you enter. Enter. That's how you enter, guys, not how you win. Okay. And Keep then, listening. And then we, again, because this is to celebrate a 1,000 listens, we're not quite there yet. We're in the 900s. I'll say that much. So it's up to you. This could happen in a week. This could happen in four weeks. It just depends on how much support you guys show us if, uh, by spreading the episode uh, and sharing it on your story. But uh, to enter, hopefully you inspire somebody to listen to the show, which will then uh, get us to a 1,000 faster. So uh, it's not you're not going to know ahead of time when it's going to be. You have to enter and then continue to listen 
listen week by week. And what's going to happen is once we pass a thousand listens, I'm going to not tell anybody. I'm going to wait until we record the next episode, whether that's on a weekly one because we're doing extra ones now with the quarantine, or whether that's uh, on the uh, you know a bonus episode here and there, or if it's on the normal Monday Tuesday drop that I do. You're not going to know, so you're going to have to continue to come back to each episode and listen. Once we pass that thousand listen milestone, I'm going to announce during an episode that that happened. It's not going to be a big deal. I'm just going to say it nice and simple uh, in a very small segment of the show, so you're not going to know where it's coming. And then once you hear that, that moment that you hear it, screenshot that you're watching that episode, share it, tag us, use those two hashtags again. And if you're the first person to share that you've listened to the episode that we announced that we've crossed a thousand listens, Boom, you get the 100 bucks cash. Yes, guys, and let me cash just... Cash money. And, and, and the final thing I want you guys to understand, if you did not enter to win, to enter to win, to be eligible, you need to share this... This episode, episode, episode 25. All right, so if you didn't share this episode at all, or tag us in it, we have no record of you that doing you that, that you entered. So even if you are the first one to hear us say, hey, guys... We passed 1,000 followers, and you screenshot it, and you are the first one, it doesn't count. If you didn't enter, because we're going to document whoever enters on both our social media, that's why you need to tag us. Uh, if you did not enter and you share the 1,000 episode or whatever, all you're doing is you're letting somebody know that did enter that may follow you on social media. Holy shit, they passed 1,000, and then they can hurry up and do the same and then win the money. So um, if you and a buddy want to try to get on this together, you can let them know to listen to the show. You both tag us, you both share it, and then you can split the money. That gives you better chances. But mm-hmm. uh, again, you definitely do have to enter in order to be eligible. So uh, thank you guys so much for uh, getting us almost to that milestone. And um, definitely, hopefully you enjoy and, and spend the 100 bucks wisely. I'll do Venmo. Uh, I'll do a, a Visa gift card if that's the way you want to do it. If I have to ship it out and mail it to our international listeners or our listeners in other states. Bitcoin, I'll be, I'll be doing whatever that. you want. Bitcoin, <laughs> whatever you need. Monopoly money. Whatever you want, guys. Whatever. So again, when you screenshot, when, when we do in the next coming weeks, um, after you've entered, when we do finally pass the thousand, I'm going to announce that during one of the recorded episodes. And again, screenshot that episode to win by putting out on your social media, tagging us using both hashtag DLSS100 and hashtag giveaway. The reason that this is important, guys, screenshot it and include the time that you're watching or listening to the show. And congratulate us. Not saying that to be cocky. We're saying yes. that so so we if we, we see the post, it's not like we're thinking it's a post from someone listening to the podcast now of just reminding us of the giveaway. We want to make sure you post congratulations, D-Love, Special Sauce, or DLSS on your 1,000 exactly. um, listens so, so we know that that's what you're entering for, just yep. so we don't miss it. We don't want to miss it. So uh, we will read it, obviously, but we don't want to miss it. Yep, so everyone, uh, good luck. Um, again, this is just to inspire listens as well as give back to you guys as listeners. So um, today, whatever day this is that you're hearing this episode, screenshot it, share it, Use those two hashtags. That way we know you want to enter. We'll document that. And then just keep coming back for more episodes week by week or as we release them. Uh, If you want to put the notification turned on in terms of whatever podcast platform you listen to, that will help. That way every time we release a show, your phone will let you know um, so you can go straight to listening. Uh, But that should help as well. Do you have something to say? Yeah. Um, Guys, I just want you to understand that we have a lot of homies, all right, a lot of friends, okay, and there's going to be listeners that aren't our friends that we've never met before. Guys, this isn't a, a, a homie hookup. It, Whoever, it, yeah, it's, it's fair. This, it's very fair, guys. We're not going to be like, oh, this is our boy. Let's hook him up. 
Guys, whoever wins, wins. It's very fair. We're not going to play that card. We're going to be as fair as possible. So whoever does screenshot it, whether it's your mother, your brother, your sister, or somebody in, in Norwegia <laughs> or, or Nigeria. Norway. Norway or someone. I was going to say someone Norwegian, and then I thought of Norway, yeah. and I put it together. Yep. Um, I'm dyslexic. Sorry, guys. Um, but, guys, <laughs> it is going to be very fair. It's not a homie hookup. It is a fair competition. And even playing field. Even playing field. And we love you, even though you're our homies. And uh, we hope you get $100 through this competition, but it's going to be fair, guys. So don't, 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 don't hate Blastos because you didn't get it for real. That, that's the point. I just want to stretch that because I, I, you know, I entered a giveaway for eighty eighty. There's giveaway. There's there's giveaways for cars, and if you buy gear, and it's legit. Um, I I, I know a couple guys who have won these competitions. I messaged him to make sure it's legit, and it is legit. They're on Instagram, and they they are able to give away these cars because um they're like ninety thousand dollars supercar or like Supras or remade cars because they sell they have six hundred thousand followers, and they sell a competition every year. Or every every other month to to give away this car in thirty thousand cash, but these guys have six hundred thousand followers, and on average, the average sale is is thirty to fifty dollars. So can you imagine fifty dollars times six hundred thousand people? They're making om- over like eighteen, nineteen million dollars every time they do a giveaway. So they have pl- this is not that's a, thirty mil, if it's dude. 50 bucks. Yeah, so I'm, I'm saying that's just you can play around with what they buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so th- it's very easy for them to give away these cars because they make a ton of money on sales. So you okay. did a giveaway, but they did a giveaway online, and uh, I didn't win. But there's so many salty people like, oh, it's it's rigged. They're like, bro, I've been following you guys for years. I'm a homie. But yeah, what they yeah, do yeah. is they actually have a lawyer, an attorney company, a sweepstakes company that they send their raffles to, and they pick it for them. So it's there's no bias. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's just how it is. I didn't win, and I I spent two hundred dollars in gear. Yeah. The guy, the guy that won could have spent fifty dollars. Yeah. So it, it's it, so guys. Yeah, I, it's I, not a loyalty thing. If this is the first episode yes. you've ever listened to. It's a loyalty thing in that we want to give back to the listeners for giving us this milestone. If you're loyal to us, you have the opportunity because you're listening exactly to win. So, so if you guys listen to the episode, this one, share it. You know the rules. Tag us. Use the hashtags. Listen to the next coming episodes that we release when we announce that it's been at over a thousand. You're the first one to share it. By listening and being, pay, you know, paying attention and coming back and making sure you listen, you're going to be the one that wins the money. So, yes. thank you guys so much for getting us to this point. Uh, my my plan is to continue to grow this thing, and uh, I'm in it for the long haul. So, without you guys, that's not possible. So, thanks again. Yeah, and I want to. We want to remind you, not just I, but we want to remind you guys that the episode that it will be announced on again could be any episode from know. now up to three weeks so make sure you catch every episode and listen and, and is there's we're not going to tell you at the beginning or the end it's going to be somewhere yep, randomly exactly. in it so you guys have to listen to these episodes you guys you guys can't get away by cheating the system and skipping episodes and you're gonna have to try to find it at least and really dig deep so um but guys make sure you pay attention because it's not it might not be in the next episode it's when we hit a thousand and when we decide to release it but i guarantee you it will be within 30 days but still if you guys share and support it, we should easily pass a thousand, and it would mean a lot. But that will give you a chance to win. So make sure you guys listen to every episode uh, in order, in order to make sure you get it. Yep. So again, thank you guys. Uh, that's what well, that wraps up this episode. So we went over a few things, went over what we've been doing, some reviewing of those, uh, you know, of the TV shows, movies, things like that. We've been going through. Talked about some fight news and some potential fight news coming up in the next few weeks. Definitely keep in touch and make sure to tune in for the next few episodes. Not only to potentially win that money, uh, but uh, if the May 9th card obviously comes to fruition, we'll be looking up uh, these fighters and the fights that definitely are going to happen and breaking them down and continuing picking back up. Where we were before with our predictions challenge and uh, we still need a bet for one of us to uh, the loser to have to go through with you know shave a head do something weird like that I don't know uh, but 
in order to do that, guys, we need some suggestions from you guys. So um, that pretty much does it for this week. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed the show. And if you did, to uh, give us a suggestion for the predictions challenge when we pick that book up as well as just give us some feedback make sure to go on itunes and apple podcast it really does help help us out a lot guys when you do and again when we get those we'll be reading those every single week as we get them uh so keep them coming thank you guys so much for stopping by make sure to check out the new episodes as they drop and all the past episodes for that matter on your favorite podcast platforms you do that it's going to get those thousand uh, that thousand listener mark uh to come faster and you can always check the replays out uh, on mmt radio on the yo radio app but big thanks to Frankie and MMT, of course, as always. Nate, thank you so much for always helping me out with the show, brother. I really appreciate it. Uh, all the coaches and trainers, training partners, friends, extended martial arts family, and the greater community at large, I hope you guys are staying safe and stay healthy. But that's it. We're done. I'm through. See you guys later. But until next time, stay healthy and stay safe. Peace. <laughs>